Welcome to Brain Hack Session 2. My name is Karel Herrera and I am a brain geek, a CEO for more than a decade of a training company called Train Station, transforming and developing leading corporations globally. I'm also an international motivational speaker for more than two decades, and I have been researching, studying, teaching, training hundreds of thousands of individuals about how the brain is programmed and trained using neurolinguistic programming, applied neuroscience, and positive psychology. I founded BrainStrong Initiative to create support for people to have emotional and mental resilience in various organizations and communities all over the world. Welcome to my podcast, BrainStrong. Just a couple of things to consider about the brain. It's like a computer. It receives input and information and it computes and processes the input it has received. When we hear someone shout, our brain receives that information, then gets processed with our long-term memory of what we know about the information we are receiving. Then we respond according to what we have processed. You can freeze thinking, what was that? Am I gonna die? Run, I need to be safe. Or you can be in a fight stance. I'm ready to fight this, whatever it is. Or you go and check it out to see if it is something you need to panic about. We do this whether it's a scream or if we see a spider or you hear a loud bang in the... This could also be our brain same process when we see a person we don't like or a person we are meeting for the first time or having an argument with someone we work with. The brain is also a pattern recognizer. Just like a computer seeking out algorithms and patterns, our brain does that. It seeks to understand and make sense of what it sees, what it hears, what it smells, what it tastes, what it touches. It also seeks for patterns of safety or certainty with the things it is familiar with. So when you are in a new place that is unfamiliar to you, your brain looks for what is familiar like a familiar face or a familiar group of people or maybe a group of strangers who are talking about a familiar topic. It could also be a group of people who display the same demeanors as you. Like if you're quiet, you gravitate towards quiet people. And if you're a little bit fun-loving, you gravitate towards the fun group. If you're lost, your brain will seek out patterns for you to find your way back or for you to survive. Like, are there fruits or plants that I can eat? Do these plants look familiar? Is this path familiar to me? Is this a path that would lead me back home? When you meet a stranger, you respond to them based on the patterns you have experienced in the past as well. How are you with strangers? How have strangers been friendly with you? If you've been intimidated many times by a stranger, most likely you wouldn't approach this stranger. If it doesn't make you feel safe, if something makes you feel the danger, then your brain moves away from that situation. But if this stranger talks about things you're familiar with or things you like, your brain gravitates towards that as a pattern you recognize. Therefore, you feel safe. Just like when you know about the topic of conversation, you're engaged be it Star Wars or basketball or cooking, 
you don't feel as dumb because you're familiar with terms and jargons. But when the topic is math, for example, for me, or chemistry or applied physics, then, you know, if you're like me, you'd probably slowly inch away from the group because you're so clueless with their terms or you just feel not equipped to jump in in that conversation. Now, as the brain is a pattern recognizer, it also craves for certainty, craves for it. Just like how we crave for certain food and we don't get satisfied until we get it. It's the same with the brain. That's why we want financial security, for example, or a best friend or a spouse, because we want these guarantees. Now, even if a person is the type who has no plans, living on the edge, or having no commitments or guarantees, they still crave for that certainty of freedom, certainty of having an adventure, or a guarantee of the unexpected. Imagine if you wake up tomorrow and there's no gravity. What if you live with the uncertainty of your job or your relationship is so volatile that you don't know if this person will be there tomorrow? Ouch, right? Now... There are people who are okay with this because they already somehow expect the outcome. It's like when you know that this relationship won't work anyway and you won't end up together, when you break up, even if it hurts, it's not as devastating. It's like expecting that you won't pass an exam because you didn't study anyway. Or you know that it is an unexpected adventure, so you're ready for anything. Have you been devastated before because you were just so certain? Now, going back to a memory again, back in college, I fell in love with this guy, and there was that certainty that this was going to be the last man I will ever love. And he and I had conversations and promises of being together forever. And that he called me his wife. He has this entire vision of the future with me. So when we broke up, I was really devastated. I was so broken. And unlike my relationships prior to that guy, I knew that it was uncertain. I knew that I was still young and that there is no set or defined future with us. So even when I got hurt with that breakup, I was easily able to manage because somehow I knew it wasn't right. But when you are so certain about somebody that this is it, ah, then you get more devastated. I guess that's why divorce is devastating because there is already an expectation of for sickness and in health till death do us part. Now, I'm not just talking about love here. Sometimes this can happen with a job, a company that you feel so secure with and all of a sudden that company folds. Or you are so certain about a friend and their loyalty to you. And then all of a sudden, you find out that they've been gossiping about you. That all this time, they could not be trusted. Now, because of all of these uncertainties, we've created rituals, perhaps, or routines that would make us feel safe with things that we're certain with, like habits, like 
schedules that we are in control of because we know that this thing we are certain about. Since our brain creates habits anyway for certainty, maybe we can choose a habit that is more positive. It's not just like brushing your teeth or taking a shower, but putting something positive while you're doing that. Now, this is an experiment. Can you do this? Can you do a minute of silly dancing while you're brushing your teeth? Or can you make it a part of your showering experience for you to thank each part of your body as you're lathering soap? In this way, your brain gets better habits, better input, better patterns that are meant to give you well-being. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and just look for Train Station. You can look for me too on my social media accounts and look for Karel Herrera. We hope to have you here once again on Brainstrong.